going on, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Lockdown Lounge. Number nine, which potentially could be the very last Lockdown Lounge that we have. Uh, we hope you're still living, loving, and breathing sport. I am Dom. And Solsi will be joining us. Uh, it's going to be a quick, quick one today. We say that all the time. Never happens. Never ends up being quick. Eads. Becoming a regular in the tune-in. Love it. Uh, what's been happening? You watched the basketball today. We will be talking about it shortly. Your boys playing, not tomorrow, I think Saturday, Philly. Looking all right. And Bede's a monster. He's just so good. He's so good. But uh, it was Denver versus Phoenix today. Um, we'll see where Source is at. Send him an invite, shall we? Wow. Yeah. There he is. What's going on, Doma? How are we, Good, good. I was just saying, potentially the last lockdown lounge we're going to have. The last lockdown lounge for, uh, you know... a couple months. We changed the name before we before we changed the name to a uh, few suggestions that came out until we changed it to Unlocked Lounge. That's what it's going to be now. <laughs> it ain't going anywhere. We like these shorter format pods. They're good. It's we can inform people on things that are happening in the hobby and in sport and cover that stuff. So it's actually been very fun just to do some quick thirty minute ones, twenty five minutes, sub twenty. We had one go for. So they've been good. Really, really good. Very what's good news with you Very anyway? What's new? Uh, what What's news? Uh, not much, mate. I'm sitting here. I'm 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 doing a bit of behind the scenes editing. Uh, uh, I was just before we jumped on the live, getting the crunch time pod ready to drop on Saturday. So obviously we know uh, Saturday is crunch yeah. time. We're going to be previewing the the Euros. Uh, we go into it uh, a bit more in depth than uh, what we did on our um, our usual double coverage show. And, um, yeah, we get, we get the lads' opinion, Anth and, and, and Lukey, and um, see what's up. But other than that, today, you're, uh, you're you've seen more of the game man. than me. I didn't catch much of the game because I uh, had to had to work. Uh, you, you you worked, but you were able to, you know, glance at a screen and uh, sneakily yeah. and uh, watch a little when bit of the game. <laughs> when you got me set up here, this this is not connected to my work computer and then i've got the work computer here so literally uh that one just has sport in the background and breaks throughout the whole day and it just sits there muted <laughs> and then if or on low volume especially when i'm watching break source and if there's someone that just yells a big bang i turn around yep yeah, put the volume up what's your pool <laughs> and then check out. that's that's literally how it works uh while i'm watching them home so but uh i did watch Watch it and fill us in, Domino. Fill us in what you see. It is, uh, you know, the old song Murder on the Dance Floor. It is murder on the hardwood floor at the moment, mate. I'm telling you, Chris Paul, we've said it. We said it at Oklahoma last year and then he got injured. We said it when he was at Houston and then he got injured. And we said potentially if he didn't get injured at Houston, they would have won the title. We said if he, that he didn't get injured at Oklahoma, they would have made it out of that round. He is, Source, unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's like having your coach on the basketball court with you every minute of the game that he's on there, literally. 
literally. He can direct everything. He's one of the best floor generals probably to ever play this game. Hands down. Hands down. And it's not even debatable. I don't want to hear anyone say it's debatable. It is not debatable. One of the best floor generals ever in the NBA. Source, they're out of their depth. They're out of their depth. The next time I hear somebody tell me that we should be buying Michael Porter Jr. cards. How did Kevin unless, Durant go? How did Kevin Durant Jr. go? Unless, unless, unless you want me to start calling Michael Porter Jr. Port Adelaide Football Club, he's the biggest flat track bully of them all. He only dominates when he's on his home court. You can't do it away. He he went three from 13, two from nine from three. Today. He just got beaten. He got beaten. It's just a guy that everyone jumps up. It, source, with Denver, we get the Bol Bol effect. Because Bol Bol started on this team in in a bloody exhibition game <laughs> in, in the preseason. And everyone lost their marbles. You know, and then Porter Jr. And they've got these guys. And it's going to be crazy that I say this, but I reckon at the same time, it's not exactly crazy sauce. Jamal Murray would not make a difference in this series. I don't care what anyone says. He's not making a difference in this series. They're playing great defense. And honestly, Phoenix are practically unstoppable. Uh, Jokic played better today, but Jokic was the best player on the floor. And it looked like he was doing everything for them. Everything. And they, literally, they struggled. He went, off, he went off onto the bench when they were down in the third quarter by a fair bit. And they were making just plays everywhere. Hitting threes, driving to the to the rack, getting hit, getting fouled, making the shot, then going to the line, hitting the AM1. And Jokic, they panned to him on the bench a few times. And he was literally just like shaking his head in disbelief. Like, genuinely, Phoenix have come out and rattled them. Yeah. A bit like what Brooklyn's done to Milwaukee. They've been rattled. It's how they bounce back now when they go home. But it's the same situation as that Brooklyn series. They lose one game at home, Source, it's over. It's done. They need to go two from two on their home floor. They do. If they can't, they do. They do need to go two done. from two. It's you over. know, they allow them to go. Phoenix look, home. look, the history is against you. If you go, if you go down 3-1, the history is against you. So, based yeah. off that, there's not and many guys that, that come back from three one. You're not getting your you're not getting your your bubble play a uh, playoff three one comebacks like you did last season. Um, you're not getting that because it was such an ambiguous season. No one knew what was going to happen in that playoff setting. And as we saw, like younger teams flourished because they didn't have families, they had less responsibility to worry about being away from home for such an extended period of time. We saw older guys struggle. LeBron didn't because LeBron is LeBron. But you're not getting that setting this year. Literally, you're not getting that setting. Definitely not. And Sauce, let's let's do what we did two days ago, three days ago on Lockdown Lounge. Michael Bridges, 16 points. Crowder had 11. DeAndre Adam had 15. Booker had 18. Chris Paul had 17. Then their bench. Payne had seven, Sarich had eight, Johnson had seven, Tory Craig had ten, Carter had two, Frank the Tank Kaminsky had five, and Etwan Moore had seven. Look how many points they scored off the bench. 15, 22, 32, 34, 39, 46 points off the bench source. That is very good. That's great production from the bench. Um, and 
we've seen it. They're sharing the ball around really well. You know, the whole team is playing at a, at a good level. Uh, 27 assists and, you know, multiple guys scoring above 15 points. So it's when, when you share the ball around and everyone seems to be, you know, hitting shots. I mean, like, you know, out of all of the, the, the starters, um, all but two, you know, shot more than uh, above 50%. Then you go to the bench and you've got multiple guys shooting above 50% from the field. That's going to, you know, hold you in good stead. Uh, mind you, they did now, shoot 47% from three-point land, which is a very elite level uh, for any team. So they were just on uh, and firing at all cylinders. And as you said, Denver do look out of the depth. They are lacking a second guy that can stand up. Um, so Cam Johnson, uh, Cam Johnson, he got seven points. He was two of eight. Um, he missed a few open games. He missed a few open threes, Cam Johnson. But Ian's right. The crowd was absolutely off its head. It was a bit. It, the vibe in Phoenix is a bit like MSG, Madison Square Garden, where every bucket, every stop, the crowd is going off their head. Uh, and Doma, Doma, Doma. Let me just, let me just. Give this moment to the Suns fans out there. If you're a Suns fan, as we said, prior to the season, lead up throughout, the Suns have been allergic to the playoffs. Now, when you get back there, you've got to enjoy it. We've seen the Knicks fans. They got back there. They enjoyed it. It was short-lived, right? 100%. But they're back there now. And then they realize, obviously, after beating the Lakers, and then now going up to, they're within a chance here to obviously, potentially, possibly make a finals. You know, they look like they, they're getting out. Of, we're not going to call it too early, but they look like they're getting out of this series. And you make it to the Western Conference, you, you got you know, you got a chance. And they should be enjoying it. So they, they, should, should, be, be, they should be making it as loud as possible in that uh, arena uh, and, um, you know, laying the smack it down on the, on the nuggets. It's just on what happened camp, today. Yeah. And in the previous day. I would say. Uh, Eden makes a good point. He said the LBJ killer, Jay Crowder himself, he's been very, very good. And as we said earlier pods about Jay Crowder, me as a Miami fan, Sauce is a basketball lover, and he likes watching Miami. First thing he said to me, why the hell did you get rid of him? Second thing I said to Sauce was, don't know why the hell we got rid of him. He was like... He's, he got the best guy on the other side. He bangs hard. He plays hard every possession. He threes. He, he hits threes. threes. Like, it's what you need. You need role like, players like that. So he, he's a great role player. Very good role player. 100%. The now, best part is the last he allowed guards the best player. That's the best part. Last thing I want to say on this game was there's a bit of a difference in this game to other games. I know how we talk about box calls and we go, oh, yeah, but they couldn't hit shots. And, like, Michael Porter was 3 of 13 and uh, Jokic was 9 of 17. He was all right, but then Capazzo was 1 of 7. Uh, they had Monte Morris was 1 from 7, 2 from 6, like 50%, less than 50% shooters. This is one of those games. Don't get your fool's gold on a team and be like, oh, yeah, you know, they just had an off-shooting night because you looked at the box score and the field FG percentage was shit. Genuinely got dominated defensively. Like, I'm talking about dominated. No, and they played good defense on Booker. Like, they were playing, throwing double teams at Booker, yeah, and they were on him like crazy. It was like white on rice on bloody Devin Booker. I'm telling you. But Booker is so skilled that he's able to get the ball out. And the worst thing you can do is double team Booker and he's kicking the ball out to Chris Paul. 
That is the worst thing you can possibly imagine because you can just literally create the play straight away. You've just drawn two defenders and now he's like, okay, we've got an extra guy. I can either drive it, draw another defender to me or two defenders, and then he has two shooters open. And credit to those young kids like Bridges, um, Johnson, who's the other one there? Payne is the other guy. Like they, they, they can hit the shots. Bridges especially is very good. And but Aiden it all comes down to the confidence, Dom, because when you get that confidence from those vets that are passing you the ball saying, shoot the ball, right, and you, and they continue to pass it out of the double teams and things like that, gives you the confidence. And it's a rhythm game and, and the Suns are rolling. So, um, a, good, a good point made by Dream Kid. He goes, you boys think it could be the Suns. Yeah, anything can happen when it comes to confidence. But if they're playing Brooklyn, they get destroyed, in my opinion. If DeAndre Aiden was Joel Embiid in this team, I'd say that Brooklyn had no chance because the way everyone else plays and they got Chris Paul and they got Booker, you know, they got three great options there. But if DeAndre Aiden can somehow in the next month turn himself into Shaq or the next Embiid, I'm being serious because he's getting a lot of confidence source. He's dominating. He was in foul trouble early in this game, yeah? And he changed his game, literally. He adjusted big time to stay out of the foul trouble. And he did a really good job. But if he can become, like, can somehow take his game to the next level within the playoffs, which we've seen before. We've seen, like, last year, Mitchell and Jamal Murray and Lillard dropping 50 every game. It's possible. Anything can happen. And he's got the guys around him, Chris Paul and, and Booker. Crowder can go Look, off he, he's shown me a bit. I don't know what more you want him to do. He's there to, to bang and crash, get the boards. He's attacking the boards really yeah. well. But, you know, he's shown he's got a little bit of an outside shot. But, may, but as I spoke about earlier, maybe that's not his game, you know. If defences uh, plan to allow him to, to, to shoot, you know, a little jumper or force him to shoot a three and he starts taking them. Because early in his career, he, he was taking threes, right? Now he's sort no, of no, reined that back. He, He's better on the inside. He's better off getting the Alonzo Morning mid-range as the big fella. You know what I mean? Get the ball like mid-range. Saying, Alonzo don't, don't. As a big guy, you don't need to shoot a three. You need to just be able to hit a 15-footer, baseline jumper, something like that. And that's more than enough. It's more than enough. And you can still have a massive impact. He, he runs the floor 100%. hard. I've seen him firsthand against the Lakers. He impressed me. The way he... he, he he just played hard on every possession, every possession, and he didn't foul. You know, he's very—he's gotten much better. He, he defends well. He keeps his hands up. Um, you know, he fouls a lot, like you know, everyone fouls. But I'm saying, majority of the time, he, he just plays good defense, which is what you need from your big belt. I can't, I can't see them winning it though, overall. But funny things have happened. You got to be in it to win it, I guess. In the end of the day, if they're there, anything can happen. There's seven games to be played. Anything can happen. Um, so, look, we, anyone who's listened to our, our our podcast this week will know that I've, I've uh, you know, show number forty nine. The Nets are winning it. A bar injury, the Nets are winning it in my book. Uh, I'm reneging my statement from earlier the year. We can go back as where I said the Nets won't win it, but from what I've seen, you know, I've got and, hope. And they're not winning what, it. What, this is the thing, Doma. How was I supposed to know? How how are you supposed to know when Durant just didn't play all season? Well, that, right. that, that's the thing. There was a bit of, you didn't know, ambiguity behind the Brooklyn Nets. But the whole thing was, 
don't know. KD's playing with that chip on his shoulder, and a lot of he sports is. talk pundits are actually right. He's actually going out there to prove to everyone he's the best player in the world by a mile, and that no one is even close to him. And obviously, he got compared to Giannis a fair bit last year, and he didn't play. So now he's got his moment to show against Giannis, the two-time MVP. Well, he was reigning MVP till yesterday. Back MVP. He was reigning MVP till yesterday. The first two games, he was actually the reigning MVP till Jokic just got the award. But he's just going out there, putting putting him on spin cycles and crossing him over and just dominating him in in the last game. He's just out there to prove a point. Ian says, how do they go against Kawhi if they play them? Uh, who, Phoenix or Brooklyn? Mate, if you're playing Clippers, you need Kawhi to literally shoot 40. They've got to play off potato. He's a dud. Yeah, I'm with you, Dream Theater. I hope they don't win. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, who knows? Our oh, sons. Um, well, they just they just put Jay Crowder on, like, Paul George or um, Kawhi Leonard. But Phoenix play good team defense. They don't just rely on one individual guy to go out there and just, oh, we'll shut down this guy and that's it. They play good team defense. That's the difference. They're able to switch and actually defend pick and rolls and do that stuff. That's the thing that makes them pretty dangerous. That That's the problem. Yeah, Mike James will feel hard and void, underrated. Mike James is not a bad player. But as, we, as I said, and I'll stand by it, I'll continue to stand by it, these guys are only good because they're surrounded by three of the best players in the in the world at the moment. You put them on any other team, they're just nobodies. Literally nobodies. Unless they're surrounded by another superstar that can elevate their level of uh, basketball. Really, it is. Like, can't You can't really debate that. Honestly. Like, go put Mike James in into Sacramento see what he does. <laughs> like seriously. He's even... gotta deal oh. with buddy he's gonna deal with buddy buddy he'll putting up fifteen shots a night. Mars said uh, yeah sorry Mars I apologize apologize not three of the best players in the world four because Blake Griffin is hundred percent one of the best players in the world at the moment. He's definitely top ten. So uh just lastly before we <laughs> we uh Finish up. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, Source, but this morning HGA um, put out a video to rectify a bit of the stuff that's been happening with their labeling. They've been getting scratched, miscut, mislabeled. Uh, the uh, the the ink hasn't looked the best on it. So they've actually upgraded their machine. But besides the point, the, the point I'm getting to about this whole entire little thing that I'm I'm giving here this little spiel about HGA again, is the fact that Tyler came out on an IGTV, gave the explanation of what's happening. Oh, we've got this new label-making machine, blah, blah. And you know what source they put in the video? The label-making machine making the labels and the process that they go through in making the labels. We keep saying it, and we're going to continue to say it, they are number one in customer service and in transparency in transparency in the grading game in the hobby. Full stop. Yeah. Hands down, no. game over. They are number one. 
when it comes to that. It was amazing to watch. And not for anything, if you're someone in the hobby, you want to see how they go through those processes. And I thought it was a nice touch by HGA to give a bit of an insight into their inner workings. So props to them. So I thought I'd give them a little shout out. And uh, last but not least, Source, we have been teasing for the last month or so that big things are coming uh, for double coverage. And they are definitely, definitely very, very close. Um, and it will be starting uh, tonight. I'll be going on a story after this, doing a bit of promo. Uh, we'll be dropping a new podcast on the Double Coverage uh, podcast uh, channel. And it's not going to involve Source or I at all we're not going to be but we may special guest on this show uh but we're not hosting it it's going to be hosted by uh azuro cards and uh anthony collects who you will be familiar with if you listen to the crunch time podcast which a fair few of you do so make sure you head on over you support that podcast i'll be dropping that stuff in our story as well but make sure even if you screenshot the story, you reshare it, by all means, to support these two will be awesome. It's another avenue of content for soccer lovers, but also people that are soccer lovers of those cards in that sector of the hobby. So if you're keen on soccer cards and you're keen on soccer news and updates, by all means, listen to this podcast. It's going to be heavily involved around the Euros, how it evolves post-Euros is up to the uh, two boys for that. But they are going to be putting in effort and Azuru's got some big names lined up to come onto this show um, during the Euros to chop it up about squads and players, but also to chop it up about soccer cards. So if you want an in-depth look outside of Jaden Sancho, Harland, Mbappe, Jude Bellingham, this is the podcast to listen to. You're going to get more than just three names that everyone keeps spitting out of their mouth. And Harlem, we don't need it. We probably won't even hear it because he's not playing in the Euros. So check that out. That'll drop tonight. Uh, we're super excited. Source and I are super keen and uh, very excited for these two guys to, well, while they're embarking on this podcast and we wish them all the very best, then we're going to drive it as hard as we can. And we hope that everyone else that listens to us, but also, in the uh, in the hobby pushes it and drives it as much as us. So, thank you. Personal stories about the Italy team, I reckon. That's what Mars said. <laughs> Azul was having an inside look. <laughs> it's just Italy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. Just going to talk about Barella and Chiesa for an hour. That's it. Every, <laughs> every night. Germany versus France? No, we're going to talk about Barella and Chiesa. Oh, we beat Turkey. That's all. <laughs> just talking about Italy. So wish them all the best. Support it, guys. We know you support us, and we do appreciate it. And uh, keep pushing it. And uh, we'll keep providing the content for you. So on that note, Source, we're done. Lockdown Lounge will become Unlock Lounge probably tomorrow or the day after. <laughs> it's not going anywhere. So keep living, loving, and breathing sports. Double coverage on the Lockdown Lounge. And Pete. Peace out. Thank you for tuning in. Please don't forget to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Also, follow us on socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok.
Talking All Sports Double Cup.